Blessings and peace, everyone. Blessings and peace. May this word continue in you and uh, grow you, affirm you, and validate you. And provide you with the ultimate level of clarity. I want to thank the Most High for touching my heart and mind to give you this message touching my heart um, to allow me to be as transparent as possible and touching my mind being able to convey the words correctly as of lately I've been looking at uh, you know things and situations uh, and understanding the uh, the necessity of suffering, uh, long suffering, and forbearance, which is actually a blessing in disguise because these things actually mature you, and it um, kills the anxiety within you. You know, although you are in control of your responses, but you know, overall you still have to go about the, the play out of life uh, and the situations thereof, you know, what I like to call uh, turning sour grapes into fine wine. If you look at uh, what grapes are and how, you know, wine is made it's the process of being squished and squashed. You know, it has to be squished and squashed, it has to be stepped on um, into the, uh, the juices uh, produced from that wine. I could say uh, for the last, you know, eight years, I mean, going into business for myself and um, from the job market and the troubles that come about uh, was necessary. There were certain things that were as though that um, were within my control, but at the same time out of control. Uh, meaning that uh, whenever I had started a job, the, thing, the things that people admired about me, uh, they later on despised. You know, one of the things was my presence, uh, my confidence, my acumen. Um, and when I was younger, I was kind of like Joseph. I, you know, would flash my coat and talk too much, uh, do too much, and that led to my termination. But as I've matured and got older, I just learned to, you know, keep quiet, speak when it was necessary to speak, uh, and utilize my um, verbiage to a minimum. Uh, but there were still problems with that because, again, going back to my presence, uh, going back to the, uh, the influence and the effect of what I'm saying and what I'm conveying to people. Uh, and my presence being effective, 
is what caused people to be irritated and wanted to try me and you know it's so that's one thing I don't understand how people you know play games because I'm very self-aware uh, because you got to understand other people's trigger points and when you're aware of yourself you're aware of your own trigger points and then when you're aware of your own trigger points you become aware of other people's trigger points so you're not going to really play too many games so that's one thing that I learned early on is not to play games with people um, you know I'm speaking just from the from the from the job aspects of just basically growing up in a certain environment and seeing how you know a conversation can turn into a funeral just like that um, that's what teaches you you know how to be aware and how to uh, self-preservate through circumstances you know needless to say just you know going into these uh, job sectors and and, and um, really just doing what I'm supposed to do and, and leaving um, you know the surrounding drama and the BS something that I uh, particularly don't really care to participate in um, but it's always being presented to me uh, and it's all basically you know people are doing certain things to try to uh, garner your attention and um, and when they see you're not really interested in their attention and their uh, ploy to get yours, uh, they feel away. This is just basically from your own people. Uh, I have received that, uh, you know, mainly from you know black women on the job that really, I guess, aren't appealing and want to be desired by a certain type of man, and you know, and when they don't really get that reaction or get that instant gratification then there's a problem and then you know it's the, the guys that adore them that see that and they get mad and they'll basically do anything to be in her good graces to try to get rid of me and get me out of the way see people see looking at it from a micro perspective you would think it's just me but looking at it from a, a macro perspective is because you know these people are, uh, are wicked. They're wicked and fallen and desperately um, demonic. You know, because to hate me is to hate God. To hate man is to hate God. And that's what I represent. Because any, you know, stand-up man, any all-true man, any, you know, pure man is... A representation of God because I'm really God on earth appearing as me appearing as ice um, so that's where the problem is when you have to look at it like this you know your life is actually on the cross your entire walk of life is on that cross and what I mean by it's on that cross the words are you're tied to the cross you're beaten uh, to like gore uh, you're tied up, you got thorns and thistles on your head, um, you're beaten with many stripes of sorrow. Um, you don't even know why the hell you're even here, or even you want to be here at, at, at this point. You know, 
day to day, it's a, it's, a, it's a process. You are happy, you know, with the man you are, but you're just not happy with how life is dealing with you to a, uh, you know, a certain extent. Sometimes it's just really not even, uh, you know, at all. So it's just like, how do you basically deal? The only thing you can do with the townspeople when you have, you got you tied up, you got your, you know, your arms, your, your, your hands are nailed. So you can't really move your hands or do anything. Your feet is nailed, so you can't kick them. So the only thing you can do is piss on the people. And that is basically the only thing you can do with the retaliation because he does give the, the people the power. How you doing? That the power, <laughs> the power over you in that moment. Um, or I can't even say the power, the authority in that moment to. Um, do certain things that cause harm. Um, so it's really within your response is not to basically pee on the people. Uh, endure the suffering, endure the process. Uh, it's what you really have to do. You know, as it says with the olive, it has to be beaten into its permanent light. Uh, to what God is actually doing with me as being his representation of him on this earth is that he's destroying my temporal kingdom. That means my former perspective, uh, my former way of life, destroying that, that kingdom that I built uh, with my ego, with my vanity, and with my emotions. He's destroying that. He's destroying my first mind, Eve and rebuilding his kingdom, which is uh, immortal, eternal. He's building that up in me. He's building it up in my psyche. He's building that up in my uh, emotional framework. He's building that up in my psychological framework. He's building that up in my conscience, right? He's building that up in my concept and my context, right? He's building that up so it's permanent. So what I'm saying to you is to embrace the suffering and embrace the process you know embrace the pain embrace the betrayal because uh, what you understand you can um, you can forgive but you're not supposed to forget now by you forgiving you know, someone has done wrong to you and um, they decided to confess, to get the correction, to lay their gift at the altar and go get things right with you, then that's great. I, I would say you should forgive uh, immediately, but you don't forget. What, what I mean by you can forgive and not forget is that you can forgive the person of the wrongdoing, but you don't forget what they did in the words that you have to put them in a position that they put, them, that they, uh, put themselves in. So whereas I, what I'm saying is I've never lost a friend. I can say people have lost me in translation because of their definition of loyalty, their definition of what they felt the relationship was because people have the wrong intent and have the wrong intention of being involved with you. It's like they uh, oppose uh, a teddy bear but have a uh, venomous snake inside the teddy bear or a knife inside the teddy bear. Um, 
Just yesterday I was dealing with a situation where a woman had presented something to me as kind of like the fruit, um, the fruit of deception. She presented it to me and I knocked the fruit out of her hand because she said something as far as her aunt having something said to her spiritually, because you know I have, a, I have a relationship with her aunt and we talk about spiritual things and um, she did a clearance for me uh, a while ago and I prayed for her and she was in, you know, in tears. You know, I, you know, we have a very solid um, relationship. Uh, the fact that one that I actually have with her aunt is supposed to have with that young lady. But, you know, when you are into your emotions and into your vanity and into your ego, you know, it's hard to basically bond and connect with a man that you claim to love. She didn't, she kept saying the word love and using to me, you're using it loosely. So I had to pose the question, what does love mean to you? And it's based on, you know, how she feels about certain things. It, how she feels based on a, a, a deed. So see, the thing is, love is not an emotion. Love is actually a choice, right? And you're saying that I don't love you, which is a lie, because the thing is, I've um, encouraged you, I've edified you, and I've admonished you. And sometimes I've done it all in the same breath to build you up. It was your lack of decision, or yeah, it was your lack of decision to not make the decision to do what was necessary. You wouldn't be in the place that you're in right now if you would have listened. It's like, oh, no, it's the past, no, no, Because then you didn't, you know, you want to bring up the past situation because of which you actually did a deed, um, which really, now you want to use the past when it's convenient for you. So you're trying to draw the, the, the young lady back to what it is, okay? So what are you using this convenient, using things that are convenient for your selfishness? And you're basically approaching me with your ego because you want that to be affirmed. I'm not affirming that, you know? You want to convey to me, oh, you don't really give a F. You're right, I don't give a F about this conversation. I care about you, but I don't care about this conversation because it's wicked. And these type of things make you realize, as when you look at the book, you see why um, Jesus was uh, very introverted. He had to spend a lot of time with himself because it's, you know, dealing with the idiocy and the uh, carnalized mindset of the people, you know, and the futile concerns and issues, you know, things that's just really not even that important, you know, it can be very stressful. Because dealing with a, uh, a young lady, man, she is not centered, but it means words though she is not aligned with you, it can be very frustrating because because she is basically indoctrinated by this poisonous system. You know, she's worshipped by men that are less than the man that she wants to deal with and wants that man to deal with her in the same fashion. It doesn't really work that way. See, a man that understands his value it's not going to acquiesce to a woman. It's not going to be led by a woman. It's not going to be persuaded by a woman. It's not going to be moved by her feminine fatale. It's not going to be moved by her uh, manipulation. Um, 
her diversion, her deflections, because she's doing all things in the outside, because especially when you are presenting certain conversations to her that make her really look at her, she doesn't want to look at her. She wants the focus to be on things that you're not doing, but not really looking at what she's not doing to cause that, because it just doesn't happen in a vacuum. So this is why, you know, as I, going back to what I said before, that is actually part of, you know, the, the grapes. That's part of the sour grapes that are being crushed into wine. You know, so whereas though, you get to a space where though you can accept what someone says and does, but you don't have to respect what someone says and does. You can just remove yourself from their life. You know, that's what I really had to do even with, you know, you know, other people as well. You know, I've accepted what they did, but I just don't respect uh, what they did or no longer respect them anymore. Um, that's how I felt about the, the, the young lady. I accepted what she did, but I no longer respect her. And probably even throughout, I think towards the end, me dealing with her, I didn't really respect her. I lost respect for her because you know, certain conversations I shouldn't be have with people at a certain age. And that's the thing with a lot of people, they grow in age based on the calendar years, but not in um, maturity. You know, they, they, they don't outgrow their foolishness. And that's the problem. They don't outgrow their foolishness and you have to leave them to themselves in the wilderness to eat sand until they figure it out. Because that's what God has, has done with me in the process. You know, when I wanted to do things my way, when I was caught with my ego, my vanity and my emotions, he left me in the wilderness to roam, to be snake bitten, uh, to me ducking, you know, arrows and and all the, you know, vile things in society until I decided, so I made the decision to get myself right back with him and to get right. And that is the plight of, you know, the black man. Because he says in this book, now this isn't a book of religion, this is a book of your culture. He says, my people are called by my name to humble themselves. Kids, you have to humble yourself, realizing that you need help, realizing that you are nothing without Yah. If you are called by his name, you humble yourself, you seek. That's a command. You seek, to seek something. Now, what is seek? Now, you know, if you're looking for something, you ever see a piece of jewelry you were looking for, you gotta go look around for it, you gotta go to different stores or a, piece of, uh, a pair of sneakers or uh, a book or you know whatever or even the young lady you know like you you guys are probably into a lady you want to pursue her and you try to find out what she is you don't really get a number you, you, you search her out you look for her on social media you try to get the profile you seek that's what you're supposed to do it's almost like you're supposed to uh, I would say stalk uh, research you know if you take the time to to, to stalk God 
uh, stalk his presence, um, he'll deal with you because then his presence will be upon you. When his presence is upon you, you know, you're in a space of where as though you can kind of pause. I mean, it's where as though you can, you can, um, you can blot out the distractions. You can blot out the distractions from, you know, your, your, your television, your video games, your, um, surrounding people, because people use distractions to keep themselves, you know, busy so they can avoid that voice, which really you should be dealing with that voice because that voice is going to build you up, it's going to edify you, and it's going to admonish you. It's not going to talk about your situations, but it's going to talk about you and how you should conduct yourself in the situation because as you mature from that voice, you adhere to it, you follow the instructions, you make the corrections, you take the pruning with joy and pride, you'll get healed. He said, if you seek his face, then I'll heal your land. What is your land? The land you look at is your mental plane. He will heal your mind. And where does the healing come from? Healing comes from Christos. The Christos effect in your mind is that penal gland. So it's really connecting with the penal gland and you because your penal gland is what is connecting you to Yah. See, now you're getting healed. Now you're getting mentally healed. Because if you look at it, you have broken thoughts, broken emotions. Anybody that's walk, you know, this earth has been damaged. You know, you can't look at women or look at other people. You gotta look at yourself. Focus on getting better and God will make you bigger. Blessings and peace.